0: Welcome to the Greg Cody Show podcast. There's a lot to talk about today, obviously, including the Dolphins' playoff loss in Kansas City. But I know why y'all are here, and it's why I'm here today. I'm going to talk about a fat piece of shit, Levitard. The Greg Cody Show podcast starts right now.
1: This is the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody, pardon it. Here's your host, Greg Cody.
2: Dad, I was thinking that we should redo the way these po- this podcast starts every week because yep. I noticed that Stephen A. Smith had a week, you know, going <laughs> yeah. after going after Jason Whitlock, and I noticed the way he does it is he does like a thirty second little intro before his music, where it's just kind of like I got a lot to say and I'm going in on Whitlock and then it like cuts to his imaging or it's like you woke up you wanted my attention now you got it boom and then like the (laughs) intro hits like I'm thinking you need to like beefs are in right now dad I think you need to find out maybe go after Dave Hyde maybe Hal Habib but like I really think like a two to three minute
0: clip of you just ripping someone could really do something for our numbers okay first of all I'm I'm actually glad you brought that up because I do have a beef that I'd like to introduce on this podcast. And I'm not That's not how that's it. generally not a good start to
2: a beef. I do have a beef that I'd like to introduce. Like that's just it's not you need to be a little
0: meaner. <laughs> so according to Christopher, I can't introduce my beef as a beef. People like, don't I, introduce beefs. You just start ripping someone. You don't say, okay. I'm
2: about to introduce a beef to everyone.
0: Okay. Then, then I'm going to get right to it, and I'm serious here.
2: Okay, I, 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 you already, your tone is already like you're you're half kidding. Like I really need you to channel some Stephen A. here. Okay, first of all,
0: I I don't do a Stephen A. impression, well, so I'm, I'm not going to do that. that. Yeah, I wish I did. Actually, I don't That'd want you. Funny. I don't want you to sound like him. I just want you to have his intensity. Dan Levitard, who I thought was my friend, has stolen from me. And I'm not going to take it anymore. I'm not <laughs> going to stand for it. I don't know what I'm going to do. I don't know what my recourse is. But the Levitard show has stolen property from me for financial gain. Hee-haw, <laughs> three, is my intellectual property. Wow. Now, <laughs> I know it's weird <laughs> to say that a phrase that dumb is intellectual property, but it is. Okay, I want to read to you the legal definition oh boy. of intellectual property. Intellectual property are creations of the mind. I can't read my writing here. <laughs> um, such as inventions, literary and artistic works, designs, symbols, names, and images. Well, hee-haw 3 ba-dap, is my creation. That's my phrase. I brought that into the world. And now Lebitard is selling t-shirts for profit with my phrase in his merch store. And I don't think that's right. I have my own merch store. Do you think this is the first time that they've used your likeness in their merch store? No, they continue to do it. And I don't get that.
2: I'm pretty sure you signed something at some point that gave them the freedom to use your likeness.
0: I don't think so. <laughs> I re- no, I really don't. I'd have no, to like- look that up, but. You know, now I'm not saying this is, you know, Stephen A. Smith going at Jason Whitlock. It's not even. I mean, uh, I I think you do need to call Dan a fat piece of shit right now. (laughs) A fat piece of shit. You know what? He's no longer that fat. He's he's lost a lot of weight. He looks great. Did you not? Did you not hear
2: Whit? I mean, I mean, Stephen A. said that about Whitlock. It was really
0: funny. I know he did. And then and, and then he goes on his next podcast. Stephen A. Does and says he was not fat shaming anybody (laughs) you can't Stephen a you can't call someone a fat piece of shit and a fat and then two days and a
2: fat and a fat bastard
0: yeah and then two days later say that you weren't using the word fat in a derogatory manner
2: i mean him saying that he went to his pastor before doing that like just is like hilarious just like
0: the idea of like forgive me father five sinned premeditated right. <laughs> repentance i'm just <laughs> well getting back to, to my beef um i i asked your mother if she knew a uh, intellectual property attorney because i was going to talk to him on the air about this like whether i do have anything uh any claim or not now it may be i'm not an expert i'm not a lawyer it may be that anything said on the levitard show they're able to
1: use for profit. I have no idea. I have something to say, Greg. Okay. First, recent guest on the Greg Cody Show with Greg Cody, Vivek J.R.M. He is an intellectual property attorney, Greg. Oh, let's get him on the phone. You just had him. But I know. before you do that, Greg, you want you might want to tread carefully. Because I remember Mike saying something when the show was at ESPN a, a long time ago about things that are created on the show that the show does have certain stake or claim to. And there are several things that we've brought up or th- that you've introduced on their show that, that we've created m- merchandise off of. But what I find extra funny is you claiming that this is your intellectual property. Right. After Uncle Dick claimed it was his intellectual property, after he also <laughs> admitted that it was someone else's intellectual property that he stole. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Well, first of all, so you I don't want know. To be that. careful about who you call. <laughs> I don't know that to be true. Uh, I
0: consider hehaw haw three badae up. Uh, that phrase those four words to be my intellectual property and uh, i just think it's weird that you're going to take my phrase and put it on a t-shirt in your merch store when i have my own merch store it's just weird to me am i wrong if i'm wrong tell me you are i mean dad okay. you're you're wrong
2: because of how like this show has benefited a lot in many ways from the levitard show Right, right. Like, okay. I think we can agree that a lot of the reason a lot of the people are listening right now to us is because of the Levitard show. And I think it's a little bit of a biting the hand that feeds you a little bit here. Like, it's like you getting mad. It's like you're a little baby bird that's just waiting for Levitard to, like, put their mouth in your mouth and feed you. Baby, a baby bird. And, and you're, <laughs> and, and you're like mad at the mama bird
0: for taking one of your feathers and using it to shade them see you have divided loyalties you have divided loyalties okay you're my executive producer but you're also a producer on the levitard show and and so you're beholden to both parties and levitard pays you more than i do that's for sure so you're probably more beholden to the levitard show than you are to this show so you have mixed uh loyalties i'm just saying i mean i'm i'm
2: like i'm like the john skipper of this show though
0: (laughs) okay i don't know what that means all right so you're the dan lebitard yeti's the mike ryan okay and and i'm john skipper okay so you don't feel like i should uh either sue levitard or, uh, or call the cops and have him arrested? You don't think that either of no, those things... I think you should call him on air and threaten to
2: call the cops on him. Like, that, I think, is a funny bit. I think? Yeah. Mm-hmm. Yeah.
0: Go. You think I should do it right Pick now? Pick up your phone. Yeah. call him on speaker. All right, this, is, this could really go badly for me. All right, hang on just a second. Make sure to put it on speaker
2: and put the phone up near the mic so we can hear the ring. This is very exciting. I don't hear a ring. Are you sure it's on speaker? No, you don't have to move it closer. We should be able to hear
0: it easily. Is it ringing, Dad? Yeah, it's ringing. You can't hear that ringing? No. Yeah, he never picks up. Well, at least we didn't get the payoff of the (laughs) ring. (laughs) Jeez. Well, fake a ring then. I don't know. The the phone was ringing. I was holding up a ringing phone next to my speaker or microphone. I I don't know what else to tell you. Um, I want to read enough about this. Thing with levitard show because apparently I'm all alone here. Nobody's with me. Uh, the idea that Hee Haw Three Bidet up is my property, and anybody else can just use it and make money off my property—that's fine.
1: Okay, this is—I um, don't um, feel like we did a good job of making a viral clip of you ripping someone. Not one bit. Mm-mm. Okay. Now, is there anything that says we couldn't make our own Hee Haw Three Bidet up shirt? Oh no, why? Why couldn't we? Like we should. Right. Yeti. I'm getting to it. Yeah, Yeti, put it up. Get it up there. Give me five minutes or three days. And by the way, the Levitar Show misspelled Badea.
0: So we're going to spell it correctly. Well, so did you. But, <laughs> Well, it's B-A-D-E-U-P. Why'd you put a Y in there on the show? <laughs>
1: I, mean, I, I, I got excited and misspelled it. I texted Jeremy. I saw the show description come out and I was like, Dude, it's actually spelled this, and I hadn't listened yet. And he said, no, this is how we spelled it on the show. I'm like, there's an entire text thread where we are arguing over the correct spelling, trying to get it right before the you went on the air. Right. The correct spelling is
0: B-A-D-E-U-P. There's no Y in it. That there's is a the, Y
1: phonetically. In the Cody canon, that is how we spell Badea. Yeah. and and that's the official spelling, because I say so. Thank you for clarifying that before... I make a
0: shirt. Okay, so, uh, ladies and gentlemen, if you buy a Heehaw Three Badap T-shirt from the Greg Cody Merch Store, it will be authentic because the spelling
1: of Badap will be accurate. That's assuming <laughs> it, I get it done.
0: Yeah, it also isn't up there yet.
2: They're a lot quicker than we are.
1: I know
0: they are. <laughs>
1: they have more
2: people. I mean, in, in yeah, their I mean they,
1: and better artists.
0: I'm a small. I'm a, I'm a small operation here. Okay, we're a one man show. They're the man. They're the the big. Corporate. I'm the little guy. They're the big corporation. So you know, I'm I'm down here fighting for for my intellectual rights, fighting for my property, and the big conglomerate over there is stealing all my material and profiting on it with T-shirts in their own merch store. Now I may or may not get a share of their profits. I have no idea. I probably should have known that before I started bitching. Did you have any idea who Cat Williams was? No, oh, God, no i still don't (laughs) i I assumed it was a a female
1: (laughs) oh no (laughs) to be honest why because all all dogs are male and all cats are female is that yeah what's going on there
0: no k-a-k-a-t-t like i've 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 known i've known of women named cat k-a-t i've never known men named cat that's all who is he a comedian yeah
2: he's a comedian man he had a damn good run of specials i'd say in 05 like right when i was like graduating high school like i remember pimp chronicles was freaking hilarious like he was w- one of my favorite comics but he's kind of you know i don't want to say fallen off but he's just in my mind not as popular as he was a few like 10 years ago and i actually went and saw him less than a year ago he like was at the hard rock where he it was like cat williams and friends so it was like a bunch really? of people with him and it was funny and he brought out uh, he, he had Mr. Cooper with him from Hanging with Mr. Cooper. Whoa. That guy's <laughs> doing comedy. with. Uh, and it was a good show. And he was funny. You know, I don't put him. I kind of have always kept him a level below all the top guys for some reason, especially because of his relevancy the last 10 yeah. years. But he's definitely a known comic. And okay. he just went ether on the entire. I don't know if you saw the Club Shay Shay clips, dad, but he just torched every comedian basically out there right and was he accurate or was he just come up, coming off as bitter people are people are responding claiming that he's there are a lot of inaccuracies in what he's saying but there's no doubt at what he said was entertaining like i heard um daniel taj on the internet reacting to it just like i don't care if it was true because it was freaking hilarious
0: <laughs> really he didn't,
2: he didn't torch brad williams no he did not <laughs> <laughs> he went after Joe Rogan. He went after Joe Rogan's whole crew. He went after almost every black comedian you could think of. What did he it say was... about Joe Rogan? Just how Joe Rogan is promoting on his platform a bunch of unfunny people, a bunch of unfunny white people, and that he doesn't promote any black people. And you know, and then he just went after like Steve Harvey and Cedric the Entertainer and Kevin Hart, and he just like, <laughs> wow, just basically calling people like Hollywood, like people, like Hollywood placed Kevin Hart in all my roles. Like those were supposed to go to me. but Hollywood decided that it was Kevin Hart. And so that's why he gets all like, you know, he's a short guy, right? He went after Martin Lawrence. He's like, I could have done all his movies in the 90s, but I didn't want to dress up like a woman. Like, I guess Martin Lawrence did Big Mama's House and stuff. He's like, that could have been mine. But I, I had respect for myself. Like he just did he go after Will Smith saying I could have played the lead in Independence Day. He was like, I could have slapped Chris Rock. I was supposed to slap Chris Rock. No, <laughs> he didn't, I, don't, I didn't see the whole thing. Honestly, I only saw like Internet clips. So he may have gone after Will Smith, too, but I didn't see that.
0: So he wasn't involved in uh, in that whole. Uh, what's his name? Uh, Pat McAfee beef with the ESPN, right? No. What? No, he no, didn't have anything. No, totally to do with that. different. That, that,
2: that's Aaron Rodgers. I like the idea of you just like getting confused with
0: your beefs. You're like, why is Cat Williams mad at Pat McAfee? I, I'm totally confused uh, because Tank Top and Aaron Rodgers Tank Top. Got, <laughs> <laughs> well, that's he what I call McAfee. Tank Top. <laughs> I mean that in a nice way, Pat. Uh, tank Top and Aaron Rodgers beefed with ESPN, right? I mean, I, I love how this segment has just turned
2: into Chris tells Greg what happened this week. Yes, I mean, <laughs> okay. I
0: want to make sure I have it. Aaron
2: right. Rodgers so- went on the Pat McAfee sh- Matt, Pat McAfee show, trying to defend his Jimmy Kimmel like takedown because oh, yeah. that yeah. turned out to be wrong, and it just turned into him ripping the the left right. for the the way they handled COVID. Like it turned gotcha. into a COVID segment, and you know, and then the, and then the next day, the Pat McAfee show says Aaron Rodgers is done for the year. He won't be back on. We just want to talk sports. Yeah, and then the very next day, he came on to re- to react to Belichick retiring. So the day after, McAfee was like, "It's all right, guys. He's not coming on the rest of the year. I just want to do sports." Right. He brought him back on. So it was. Yeah, just, of course he did. Lord knows what's going on over there. I won't. I won't let you dis- disrespect Tank Top though. I like. It's a great nickname. Nickname right. for. It, but I, I I'm a fan of that show. No, it's just like yeah.
1: Jason Kelsey getting called Eyebrows. Right. Yeah. Like you know, it's just
0: it, no. McAfee's <laughs> good at what he does. I'm tired of Aaron Rodgers. I, I am really tired of Aaron Rodgers. I'm tired right. of him being voted most inspirational player by the Jets. What did he do to inspire anybody? That's my question. Inspired me not to watch him. Yeah. He he played four plays. Didn't even complete a pass. Oh for one, and he's ins- the most inspiring player. That's why the Jets are so bad because their most inspiring player played. uh Played four plays all season, didn't complete a bat.
1: Yeah. Um, he's, he's just gotten too much. It's, it's, it's gotten aware. I, I'm just, I'm fed up. He, uh, someone on the Levitard show, maybe it was Billy or maybe it was Stugatz. I can't remember what, you know, talked about him do You know, he wants to, or no, it was Amin. I think it's a means take where he, he doesn't want to actually win. He doesn't want to be on a great team. He wants to be the best player. So you can just like guys, I tried really hard and he can get the attention of someone who, who tries really hard, but doesn't quite get there. I think I like, mean, said he doesn't actually want to win another Super Bowl um, and the whole thing. What? But but I applied that with the, the whole thing with his Achilles this year and possibly coming back and like, you know, like look at but the whole thing is, let me just put a bunch of news out there that I might be coming back ready for week 12 or, or ready after 12 weeks or something like that. And uh, but then he doesn't guys I tried. You know, and right. and, and he, so that he can be inspiring or whatever. And just because you say something in an eloquent manner on the internet doesn't make it true. Right. And doesn't make you smart. Right. And and you know, trust me, as someone who can't speak eloquently, I uh same it, <laughs> it I get you know, like it, it annoys me. And and we, we take someone could phrase something, you could say a pizza recipe. And say it really well, and as if you're giving a TED talk, and someone's going to believe like you're the most, you're like you're the smartest person out there. Of course, and then you get in that echo chamber, and all of a sudden, I'm Aaron Rodgers. I am the smartest guy on the planet. See, yeah, I'm the opposite. Go ahead. uh, Is it? But 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 real talk on this. You know, most of that's just jokey, but like real talk on this. My whole thing with him is, you can feel the way you want to feel about COVID stuff and about whatever you know conspiracy theory you're wanting to get into. You can feel that way. But to excoriate anyone who thinks differently of you, that that's that's where I, I, I get really fed up. It's annoying. And then so but but when someone disagrees with you, you've got to trash them because oh they're they're ignorant, they're stupid just because they see things differently than you. Um, so how dare they say things about you? But you can go call other people who disagree with you. You can say that they are ignorant, that they are, you know, reading the wrong things on the internet. And it just right. I'm I'm just done done with I them. Did-
2: I just realized that me and Aaron Rodgers are the complete opposites in a lot of ways. But mainly the way he talks, he sounds really smart. But the things that he says, everyone's like, I don't think that guy's smart at all. Me, I have smart thoughts in here, but I don't know how to convey them. So everyone's like, man, that guy's an idiot. But I'm really not. I'm really (laughs) super smart. Like super, super, super,
0: super, super smart. smart. (laughs) I just can't. I just can't speak good. Why does Aaron? Pardon me. Why does Aaron Rodgers get any credit for intelligence? I don't understand it.
2: Because he says he reads things.
0: Oh, and And, and and he wears like a nice beanie. Okay. Right. All right. I'm 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 tired of him. And by the way, the the reason he wound up with the Jets isn't because he didn't want to win another Super Bowl. It's because the market for him was not that great, and he went to just about one of the few teams that was actually. Seriously interested in him for for a one season fix, and now because he didn't play that season, he says he's going to play another season, which I still have my doubts about. Um, I, I want to I, read. I, okay, I, I want to read a kind uh, email we got uh, at our at our Greg Cody Show website from a listener named Carl. I'm not going to use his last name, Carl Scott. But uh, <laughs> no, what? it was not. No, uh, I want to read this. Greg, I am writing your show to thank you for your suggestion and encouragement last year on one of the podcasts regarding starting a family fantasy football league and how it brings the family together while usually I have other leagues that I am involved in, I decided to give it a go and start one for the family i'm I'm having trouble this reading is some
2: this. this is some chris quality reading right here
0: well it's so it's so small okay um I decided to start one for the family, and boy, was it a success. Our league had parents, grandparents, nieces, nephews, aunts, uncles, and children all living in different states within ages ranging from 10 to 72. There was constant banter and trash talk back and forth, and it was really a highlight of the fall uh, with everyone actively involved. Trophies are being mailed out. Uh, this week, and my 72-year-old father was the winner. Keep up the great work on the show and have a prosperous and wonderful 2024. Uh, take care, Carl. Carl, thank you very much. Uh, I did extol the bonding quality, the family bonding quality of the Fantasy League, and it's, it's absolutely true. You know, I, we have uh, three generations now in our PFPI League and, and two generations in our Fantasy league as well as uh, close friends and such and it, it's such a great experience and I'm, I'm thrilled that at least one listener Carl uh, took me literally and because of our suggestion started a league I, I think that's just terrific so thank you Carl that kind of thing I, I, I
2: think we should take a break right now but afterwards I want to re- I want to play a clip from this little podcast Jason Kelsey and Travis Kelsey started it's some, oh, yeah. it's, some people have heard of it I heard um, about that It's the most like our show, their show has ever been coming up next. Okay. Welcome back, folks. Please support the people that support our show. We love Sheets and Giggles. Go SheetsGiggles.com slash Greg promo code Yeti. Through the 24th of January, the entire site is 24% off. Go there. Get some sheets. Get some pillows. Get some comforters. Get a gosh darn mattress. You can change your whole sleep world in a 20-minute span. A few buttons you got to click. Spend a little quiche. It's the best quiche you'll ever spend. I'm telling you. My wife monthly is like, honey, we need more of this, more of that, because Sheets and Giggles is a game changer. Sheetsgiggles.com slash Greg promo code Yeti Y-E-T-I. Support Yeti. The more times you write in that code, the the the, the more we like Yeti. If you guys don't write that code in a lot, <laughs> we hate Yeti. So if you like Yeti and you want it, we're gonna fire Yeti if a lot of people don't oh, do this man. Yeti code. I just decided. So
1: there might dude, be more truth to that than, than we know
2: if you like Yeti and you want to protect Yeti sheets, com slash Greg promo code Yeti for 24% off until January 24th. Now, dad, me and you have some tension on this podcast sometimes. No. And yep. I would call it honest family tension. Fention. Now I'm going to play. I want to play. I want to play a clip here from the Travis Kelsey, Jason Kelsey podcast where little brother Travis, gets under his brother's skin so much so that Jason just needs to like walk away. Now, I don't feel like I've done this to you. This is more of a brother dynamic. Like You'll just start yelling at me, whereas Jason kind of handles his anger a little differently here, but I want to play this clip for the people.
1: This clip is courtesy of the podcast New Heights with Jason and Travis Kelsey, as well as clips from the pod TikTok feed. And miscommunication at the line, but uh, yeah, we do need to figure that out. Choo-choo! you guys hear that? Is that the What's is that, that the excuse train? Is that the excuse train coming in the Eagles locker room right now? F-ing guy, man. So moving on. Uh, <laughs> note first ten point. Well, actually, a clock management on the final drive. Are you uh you guys thinking about that on the on the final drive or what? No. What? <laughs> Where do we just go? What is it? What just happened here? I might. Need a little second. <laughs> <laughs>
2: this is great. Stands up, walks away. Hold on. Wow. Cut to the next day.
1: All righty. Well, as you can see, I <laughs> look a little bit different. Travis, uh, hit me in the feels a little bit so we decided to postpone the show uh we started recording that monday night and now we're back tuesday to record the rest of it because i need to calm down if there's anybody that knows how to get under my skin it's uh travis skills oh i love that travis best is wearing part, the same clothes the next day yeah i mean travis was doing the
2: bit of like hey i'll wear the same thing so it'll look <laughs> like and then jason's just yeah. like "Nope, different outfit travis pissed me off but the best part like i i know a lot of people couldn't see that they only heard it but the visual of him the sip of the coffee the deep breath and the eating of a grape of just like let me see if this grape <laughs> makes me feel better nope it doesn't i need a minute <laughs> that, could, dad could you
0: relate to that i don't know i just felt like that was like yes. a,
2: a greg Cody yes. moment
0: no i can it it made me love travis in a way that i didn't before um you love the annoyee there whoa. Yes, i love the oh, no no you no you love the annoyer Right. I no No, the annoyer was was Travis was Travis. You just said Travis. I I know. I mixed up my (laughs) name. Jason, the guy with the big beard is the guy who I grow to love because he was the one who was offended. Travis got a little carried away. You know, he could have he should have come back with a bunch of Taylor Swift jokes or something. Right. Because, you know, it's not like Travis Kelsey has had the best year of his career. Um, because of obvious distractions. But um,
2: after big game, like anytime they lose, Travis always is just like, Travis is like, whether it's genuine or not, Travis is like, uh, uh, we got to be better. I got to be better. Like Travis is a big, like after a loss, there's no excuses. Uh, like, you know what I mean? So, yeah. So like he, he's in that mindset of no matter if you lose, you just have to say these type
0: of things. Whereas Jason was just kind of like, yeah, we got to get it figured out. Like choo choo. Is that the excuse? train? I, I did enjoy that exchange, though, and I could relate to it because sometimes Christopher says things that get under my skin. I've never yet walked away, but you're right. The father-son dynamic is different because my inclination is to start yelling at you right. as, as if you were 12, Um, which sometimes you behave like 12 occasionally on this podcast. So next time that I piss you off, don't yell at me. Just take your head so sets off and then we'll just cut to the next day where you're wearing a different outfit. <laughs> That's funny. Um, I want to say one thing in defense of the state of Florida, because I, can I rarely eat a bagel? can I eat a bagel? No, I'd rather you didn't. OK, yeah, let's wait till we're done. You can eat a Bialy, but not a bagel. What? Um I have grown to to hate the state I live in a, a lot because I don't like the governor and because we are, you know, passing laws against gay people and, and against women's rights. And we're burning books and banning books from schools. So there's a lot about the state of Florida that I don't like. But one thing that's in the state legislature right now that I absolutely love is that they are going to rename A1A, a major highway down here, as Jimmy Buffett Memorial Highway. How about that? They're trying to do that. And they're also going to be putting out Margarita, Margaritaville license plates with profits to Jimmy Buffett's uh, charity. So I think the state of Florida is actually doing something very nice because Jimmy Buffett Was associated with Key West and with Florida. He used to go to Heat games all the time. He's he's a real Florida guy, and uh, I'm I'm sure it's still going to be A1A on maps, but there are going to be signs that say Jimmy Buffett Memorial Highway, and I just think that's pretty sweet. I think screw you, gay people. We're focused on Jimmy Buffett right now. That's exactly right. That's right. (laughs) Yeah, we're still terrible. That should be that should be the slogan for Florida. (laughs) That's a big. That's a long slogan. What is the slogan exactly?
2: Screw you, f- screw you, gay people! Worried
0: about Jimmy Buffett right now. Okay, that's a little <laughs> bit wordy. That's a little bit wordy. But doesn't um, chant well. No,
1: they'll try. try. They will try.
2: Screw you, gay people!
0: Worried about. I, don't, <laughs> I keep screwing it up. <laughs> yeah, no, that's not very good. Uh, I want to uh, say something that annoyed me uh, this past week. I'm in a post office because we're mailing late gifts. Okay, we do that. I'm sorry. I mailed two packages. Uh, one to Aunt Bonnie and the other to friends in Arizona, late Christmas gifts, very late gifts, but that's beside the point. I'm in a post office and there's a long ass line. Okay. It's mid afternoon on a weekday. I expected to waltz right up to the counter and said, I'm waiting in a line with a dozen people. Okay. People don't know how to stand in line properly. It it, it drove me crazy.
1: I came this close
0: to yelling at a woman.
1: I need to interrupt you real quick. Please hold that thought. Chris, where did you just wipe that cream cheese that was on your face? It's still on your thumb. Where oh, no, are you I'm going like... to put it? Where are you going to Oh gosh, it's repulsive. Chris, no. <laughs> first of all, this is in twice a, first this of week.
2: all, no 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 no. In a public setting, yes, at work, I shouldn't be licking my fingers and putting my like at home eating a bagel, you're not licking a little cream cheese off your finger at home?
1: No. I used oh, to, I and totally then my wife shamed me for it, and I've stopped licking my fingers long, long, long ago. <laughs> oh, I'm not
2: first of all, no contact with my tongue and my finger there. It's all on the cream cheese. Just, uh. Honestly,
1: I thought you wiped it on your shirt. Because I was like, if he had a paper towel, he would have wiped his face with a paper towel. And then I was like, so he doesn't have one. He just wiped it on his shirt, didn't he?
0: I need a paper towel. <laughs> I lick everything off my fingers. <laughs> yeah, Dad. Absolutely. <laughs> I'm serious. Anything on my fingers. Barbecue sauce. Uh, you know, butter. I Whatever used it is to, on my no. fingers, I lick. Me and my dad had barbecue
2: for lunch the other day, Yeti. And... I, I just stand by my take that. Like,
1: yeah. I, okay. Look, I love barbecue, but your take is correct. I mean, it's just
2: fine. Like I was like, it's one of those things where I do occasionally, I really crave it. And it was my idea to go to this barbecue spot. I'm like, we haven't had it in a while. Let's go get some barbecue. I get this nice pulled pork sandwich on a nice garlic roll. And it's like, I take a bite and two bites in. I'm just like,
1: all right, I'm kind of oh, done yeah. with this. Yeah. Barbecue in general is it's just it's just okay. barbecue it's sauce fine. that's yeah. what it tastes like yeah. everything but, tastes like barbecue sauce i will say there are a few places that i've had i don't even they probably don't even exist anymore but like when it's done right when it's done really when you get really good barbecue and it depends what you're going for because there's such a variety but yeah. like when you get it right it, it does stand out and you're like okay this wow this is an experience and and uh, like i said i don't remember where i was at but i remember the the, the meals i had but as a whole yeah it's just fine I enjoy right. it, but it's not like man. It's I gotta not, have it. Like I don't crave it like I do fried chicken. The way I told my dad exactly, if there was
2: like just like a, if I walk into this room and there's like 15 tables, and on one table Italian food, American food, Thai food, Japanese, Chinese, uh, Cuban c-
1: barbecue. I'm just like I love going- how you listed off countries, and then there's the barbecue country. Yeah, no. What is like <laughs> is, is barbecue American? Is the that great nation is? of barbecue, I, we claim it. We'll take it.
2: Yeah, it's American. American cuisine, whatever. But like, but then there also be like a hot dog and burgers table.
0: Like, I'm going to that before I go to like brisket. So you guys are you guys are slaves to barbecue sauce, okay? Barbecue sauce and and good barbecue do not necessarily go together. Like when I make a a, a Boston butt for pulled pork on my big green egg. I prefer it without any sauce at all. Yeah, but you're, we like that seasoning is so good. No, the, that's just the, right, you the preparation,
1: thing. you know, how it's prepared goes a long way into making it great. Like it's good. I enjoy it, especially being from North Carolina. You know, give me my vinegar-based barbecue sandwich. I love it, but I don't sit there and crave it every day or all the time like I do. Like I said, fried chicken or chocolate. Like, Carry on, you, Greg. You were standing in line. Oh yeah. <laughs> it would be great so It would great if you had just rage quit right there that it, are like
2: are you upset right now because some lady just like didn't move up enough in line and there was yes. like a gap like what's wrong with like i don't understand people's obsession like there's still like if there's three people left in this line i'm three people away i could be 50 feet back well, there can no. be twenty feet between each person. I don't give a shit nope. because, hey, there's still I only do. three people ahead of you. Like, I don't understand the psycho- the the psychological okay. torment you're putting yourself through. Where it's are like, you
1: outside in the elements?
0: No, if, no, it's in, Then, it's then it doesn't matter. Then it doesn't. Yeah, it does matter. matter. And here's why: when you're in a line, whether it's a dozen people in a post office or five hundred people at Disney World, what you want is the illusion of progress. I get that. The whole idea of constantly moving forward. Is so that the person at the back of the line is like, Okay, we're moving. You know, we're moving, we're getting there, we're getting there. And then when, when the front of the line moves and the back of the line doesn't, because there's a woman on her cell phone oh. who's oblivious and not moving an inch, and all of a sudden there's an eight foot gap between her and the person in front of her, I was I was yeah, five these lines seconds away from going. Excuse look, me, lady, are you in line? If the line if there's
2: no rope or like like a a thing that makes the line where someone could just come in and cut you, then I'm with you. But if it's like a clear roped, like, you know, S shaped rope thing where nobody's cutting you, like, so what's wrong? Like, well, I don't understand the stress.
0: Well, the, the-
1: it, it, it does. I, I will say to Greg's point, it does psychologically to a lot of people. This isn't just a Greg thing, it will create the feeling of stress, the feeling of the line not moving. Thank you, which, which does you know, raise you want tensions. someone on your ass. I'm you the, want same, to look, I'm no, the no. same way in traffic. You want to look back and you want someone up your ass. I'm I want uh, people, I
2: agree in traffic because if you leave that big gap, some asshole in another lane is going to come in and swoop in and like cut the line. That's why it's important in traffic. That's why if there's blockages like i'm good with it
1: yeah i'm talking more of the uh um the illusion of progress that greg went to when it comes to traffic i would rather i, I will take let's say the inter the interstate's backed up you know I'll, I'll take the interstate but if it's backed up if it's, and i find out that i've got a clear path but it's going to take me an extra 20 minutes but i get to keep moving if i if i can see that path and know it's going to work for me i'll take that even 20 minutes yeah. as long as i'm able to keep moving but if i'm stop and go on the intersection i can't handle it it's too much i hate driving now okay the the
0: listen i'm, I'm appointing myself the commissioner of lines i just love okay. the
1: idea of some lady up
2: your ass in a line and you wouldn't want that either it's like you have to stand the exact perfect distance for greg yeah, would, cody the commissioner of
0: lines has the podium the commissioner of lines says there is an art to standing in line and moving in line and that is you respect someone's personal space You don't get on their ass, but you also respect the person behind you by moving up systematically. You don't not move, not move, not move. And all of a sudden, when the gap is 10, 12 feet, you all of a sudden
1: decide you're going to move. That's so rude. It's so rude. It does create more stress. It does. Even though maybe it shouldn't matter. That's where, Chris, I'll agree with you. It shouldn't matter as much as long as you're not making people be outside. Yeah,
2: like if but. the person who's like up, if like there's an open spot at the counter and the person who's next in line is on their phone, not paying attention, then I'm with you. Give the old fashioned fake cough. Um. Um. <laughs> but it's just if you're fifth in line, if I'm fifth in line, I don't care how big the gap is in this line. Like I do, I'm I care
0: st- enough for both of us. You're still fifth. Like well, you're, you're you move, 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 go, lady, go. You know, I, I, I can't tell you how close I was to blowing up in public because I just get so annoyed. I probably need to take a chill pill. I, I realize that. But there's so many little things that annoy me. And and this is one. I do
2: like one of my stressful moments in these settings is not the line. It's when I'm next in line. And let's say a bank teller, like the spot opens. So I'm a, I'm next. That moment where it's like, they're looking at their computer and they haven't called the next person yet. I'm a big, right. if that spot opens, I'm just going to go walk there. Whereas sometimes you get hit with, oh, I'm, I'm not ready, sir. One yeah. One second. And then I have to then retreat back right. and like move the line back. Like, hey, sorry, I left to go over here, but there's a the not- walk of shame. Yeah. Like, so I'm always get stressed out in that like 10 second period where the employee, it's usually at like, an, like a hotel, this happens, a bank. A bank. A- like anywhere where there's like a, 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 a everyone's lined up but there's different options for counters like i i always get stressed out waiting for that employee to raise their hand that's why you love a home goods i love the automated line 7 please 7 <laughs>
0: Yeah, the only problem with home goods is that the line is always 500 people long. Right, but it's organized. It's
2: organized. You hear a little ding, and it's like, register nine, please. And it's like, I know exactly where. You still have to wait in line 20 minutes to buy a $12 shirt. Yeah, but it's a great line. You're you're getting some knickknacks for the house. You're like, you get a coffee mug that you don't need. (laughs) Knickknack paddywhack. I love the you know you get a good neck pillow for a plane. What are the things you f- things you don't need? What are the things What are the things you find in the
0: the the checkout line at Home Goods? I've never uh, been. many good things. My wife it, just said it tends to be seasonal. It tends to be seasonal. Like during Christmas season, there's just all kind of crap that you know stocking stuffers and stuff like that. The neck pillow you can the, get like an airplane stack of neck. Of- <laughs> yeah, he, go ahead. The the airplane neck pillow. You couldn't pay me
2: to wear. No, don't sleep on the neck pillow. Well, no, you should sleep on the neck pillow. But I'm telling (laughs) you, the neck pillow is, I I was always anti neck pillow, but it does help. True. Christy's getting involved with
1: this. Can we get a neck pillow, please? She's Uh, big into homelessness. All
2: right. I'm anti neck pillow. Yeah. Um, She she made me take a neck pillow to Germany and it was a beneficial thing. Like if you're really, if, if you have a long flight that you're really trying to sleep on, like that thing, you can find a good use for it.
0: Yeah, but what? Like, I didn't I use not... it.
2: I did not use it in the traditional way. I was on a window seat, so I like used it like to like lean up against the wall. Like I'm telling ah. you, it, you can put it to good use. Like, okay, I'm but with you. That you can the, the get most... a pillow on a plane, though.
1: Yeah, but those pillows
2: suck. I was <laughs> like little like pillows that you could like squish and just like I could have all of it in my hand right here.
1: Right. Sheets and giggles. Can we get some airplane pillows? Can, can yeah. you? Uh, can Can you make pillows for the airlines, please? Mm-hmm. That's not a bad Give idea. Better actually. pillows. That's not a bad idea. Um, I want to talk Belichick and
0: Saban at some point, but we don't have to do it by, right now. We can do it when we talk about the Dolphins' uh, playoff game against the Chiefs. I mean, why? Why? I mean, Saban and Belichick. We could talk now. Okay. Um, the legacy of these two guys. One of them has a mixed legacy, and the other doesn't. I don't think there's a mixed les- legacy of those two. I don't know what you're talking about. You, you, you need I tell you, Bill Belichick. Okay. Let me say two things about Bill Belichick. Number one, the Patriots under his watch uh, were in trouble with the NFL for Spygate for, you know, more than once there's been controversy involving Belichick teams. Number two, it is absolutely fair to say that he did all his winning with Tom Brady. And once Tom Brady left, he was treading water for four years. He, He just he. He His magic left when Tom Brady did. Now, is that too harsh? I'm still going to say he's the all-time winning Super Bowl coach. I mean, those are two an, different things you just said. You could make an argument that he's the greatest coach ever. I would not argue that, but you could certainly make that argument. You know, And, and he's going to coach again. And there's going to be a lot of teams that want to hire him, but he does have taint in his background. <laughs> Hell yeah. And, and he didn't win without brady that's don't we all have don't we all have a taint in our background but dad what i would (laughs) say
2: is i just like yeah whatever (laughs) like i like the brady thing (laughs) yeah the brady thing fine like fine yes he was shitty after brady left but okay like why do you're becoming the guy you did it with michigan right where it's like you just want to be the guy to remind people about stuff Like, we couldn't just enjoy the Michigan thing. It's like, this should have an asterisk. Mm -hmm. It's like, can we just, God, just, it's just, that's the lane you want to take of just, oh, may I remind you that they are deflated balls and uh, nothing, blah, blah, blah. It's just like, God, can't we just not enjoy Belichick? Like, okay, really, is this necessary right now to be like,
0: well, actually, he did something that was. Lululu. I didn't realize I was saying it in quite that tone of voice. Simpson character. Boy, okay, then. Um, what I'm saying is, I'm 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 thinking like a journalist here. If you're writing the career obituary, and it's, he's going to coach again, so it's not a career obituary. But if you're writing the story of Bill Belichick parting ways with New England, the Gate okay. is such a blip. It's like a comma in okay. like a four page. Allow me to finish. OK, if you're writing the story of Belichick leaving New England, you start with all the success. You start with the Super Bowls, more Super Bowls than anybody else. You start with that. Unmistakably, you start with that. But you include in the story you, the controversies. You just you, you you didn't start with that. You started with the negative, And then you were like, he's also and you, you include in the story the fact that he did not win without Tom Brady. You just did the opposite of what you said. You put that second, you put his scandal
2: first, him not winning without Brady. And then you said, I still think he's the greatest coach of all time. No, I didn't say that. You did the exact opposite of what you just said you should
0: do. First of all, I did not say I did not say I think he's the greatest coach of all time. I said you could argue that. But but, but my point is, you just we, we originally had this
2: conversation and you started with Uh, like the the Flategate stuff, controversy, and then you went to Sucks Without Brady, and then you said the good, positive things. And then you said, if you're writing this story, you have to lead with how great he was. No, you just didn't
0: do that. Okay, here's Christopher, bulletin. I'm not writing a story right now. I'm talking on a podcast. (laughs) You are writing a story. And I can say whatever I want to say. And it's obvious for the purpose of what I'm saying right now, It's obvious that he's won the most Super Bowls. I'm telling you the other side of the story, which is the controversies, which is he couldn't win without Brady. And this, his parting is not particularly the way he intended it to be. Okay, the Dolphins found a way to get rid of Don Shula without firing him. Don Shula was very upset by the way he left the Miami Dolphins. Bill Belichick is not leaving New England on his own terms. Robert Kraft is slapping him with a velvet glove. He can say all the nice things he wants, but the point is he didn't want Bill Belichick back next season. And that's why Belichick's gone. All of these things factor into the whole story of his career.
1: That's all I'm saying. I don't want to know where Robert Kraft's velvet glove has been. (laughs) Greg, (laughs) if you would just stop after yelling at Chris for after your first few phrases, you could have then just said, this is the Greg Cody show. We'll be right back. <laughs> That's true. And that could have been our real beef intro. That would have been Stephen A. Smith. But you were so filled with indignant rage at what Chris said.
2: I mean, he, he literally said, you can't write the story without starting with this. And like a, 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 a <laughs> right. minute before he led his podcast soliloquy with like the opposite of what he said he would lead the column with
0: okay i'm not writing a story here that
2: this is the same thing this is your column no it isn't what you're saying about belichick here is essentially a brief column that's what this podcast is it's a bunch of small columns about what shit you think about 100 percent. in a news story okay listen
0: to me because i've done both but yeti my dad is like he's just he's backpedaling here like i, I, I am not listen. backpedaling What I'm saying is this, if I'm writing a news story, which I have done professionally for a lot of years, you have to lead with the Super Bowls, with the all time winningest coach, whatever, whatever. But on a podcast, you don't give him that respect. On On a a podcast, podcast, you lead with the shame. No, on a podcast, I can lead with whatever I want. You don't understand journalism. Whatever you like, dad, whatever you lead with when you're
2: talking about something is Is your first paragraph like you decided, all right, it's time to talk about Brady, uh, Belichick and Saban first Belichick scandal. And that's just like you said that, like that is what what you led with on this podcast. The first thing people heard you talking about Belichick retiring was the flake gate. Like, that's what you led with.
0: Okay, as soon as you shut the up, I will say something. Okay, what I'm doing right now is not anything close to writing a news story. What I'm this doing right now is very close to writing a column. If I write a column in the Miami Herald tomorrow about Bill Belichick's career, I am in perfectly the first paragraph. entitled I am perfectly entitled to lead with the fact that it ain't all good. That's okay. He couldn't win without Brady. He has controversies in his past. He didn't go out on his terms. That's fair comment, and I can say it because the Super Bowls, all he won goes without saying but some of the other stuff does not go without saying
2: this would be like lebitard describing the greg cody experience like all right guys it, let's talk about greg cody on the lebitard show he showed up hammered once to a watch party yeah he has
0: said that many times
2: on the air as a matter of fact but that would be like when describing you and all your contributions to the show if he just in the first paragraph put, brought up such a small one night thing that you did. That was negative on the Levitard show. And for some reason, <laughs> Lebetard decided to put that in the first paragraph. But also, he's, he's also one of our all time great guests. You <laughs> can say whatever you want. I'm just saying, like, that's what you just did to Bill Belichick. Right. Like, and it's just so like, yeah, like, it's just so salacious of like, what's like the negative thing? Like, everyone's praising him here. What is that? Like, oh, remember Deflategate seven years ago when they, they, they deflated a
0: ball by like point zero zero one. Let's bring that up. It's just, yeah, Spygate as well. Yeah. And not winning without Brady and leaving not on his terms. Yeah. All those things factor in. They don't equal the six Super Bowls, but they do factor in. That's into paragraph the six. That's paragraph six. The Super okay, Bowls. Okay, whatever. Um, now, I think we can all agree more on Nick Saban, the greatest of all time in college football. I, there is an argument about Belichick, and most people would say Belichick is the greatest of all time. But in college football, I don't think there's any argument. Uh Everybody used to say Bear Bryant. He literally replaced Bear Bryant and won more championships. So Saban, to me, is the greatest. I, I just think, and and you could make an argument that college football is is more difficult to coach than pro football because it involves a draft, and and now it involves NIL and all this other transfer portals. It's a very difficult sport to coach, more so than pro football, I think. And Nick Saban was just a master.
2: I think the first paragraph with Saban, we lead with him being disrespectful to Maria Taylor on the sideline. <laughs> I think we really should let the people okay. know in the first paragraph something bad he did. Yeah, that was I was like very. You. That most people don't remember,
0: right? But we really want to, like you know, we want to be
2: balanced here.
0: Yeah. Okay. So yeah, thank you for that absolutely ridiculous analogy. Uh, I don't even know the Maria Taylor incident you're talking about it was like she was like asking and he's like I- i'm not answering so stop
2: asking okay and he like stormed. it was like a halftime interview where like he she was like what's wrong with your running game so far he's like i'm not gonna talk about it so stop asking what's wrong with your running game lady <laughs> that was actually not a terrible saving by me right there so stop asking but uh and then he like came out the next day and was like I'm, i want to apologize to maria i was i was i was upset and like you know it was just right. a little tiny controversy for like a week that was just like, people were like, Oh, can you believe Saban was a little disrespectful and he apologized? No big deal. But I think that's right. paragraph one. Well, I don't. And neither do you. No, no, and- not, not, on, not on your column on new, on the, on your, the news story. What was it? When do you start with the bad stuff? The, the, the column writing the column. Yeah. No, no. You're, yeah. When you're writing a column, when you're writing a column with your words on your
0: podcast, then you can start with it. Okay. When I'm writing a column about Nick Saban, I don't even mention what you just mentioned because it's, absolutely inconsequential every coach gets
1: upset he failed with the dolphins yep oh okay. that, that's it that yeah. would be first paragraph okay that's
0: mm-hmm. another thing he weaseled his way out of miami he did not fail with the dolphins um he didn't give himself enough time wow that's it now that's a hot take he did not he only coached here two seasons uh he did not fail with the dolphins he just didn't give himself enough time if he had stayed here he would have won in the nfl just like he won at alabama not to that degree because it's harder in the nfl
2: just no way for you to know
0: that no but i believe it (laughs) i believe it and i've talked to dolphin people who say that he would have won here he could have done very well here had he not left for alabama and it's i believe that to be true
2: all right let's talk some football spoiler alert i'm not in kansas city thank god ah dad as things change they stay the same the dolphins disappoint once again. Yes. Uh I I, I like I don't want to do the whole like injuries to a like let's just look at it as, a, as a whole the dolphins disappoint once again.
0: Yeah. They they it and it wasn't just losing in in frigid arctic weather in Kansas City. It was the Buffalo game before that. It was getting blown out in Baltimore before that. Let's be honest. This is a team that had the whole season in its hands. They had their fans thinking Super Bowl, and and that team finished 0-3 and losing four of its last six games. You, You can't do that. They failed. This team failed. Look, if I'm going straight to the bottom line, I cannot call this a successful season. This is a team that had everyone's hopes and expectations up high and let everybody down. And you can blame injuries, you can blame whatever you want, but There's work to do for this team because they could not beat good teams with the exception of a two-point home win against Dallas. They couldn't beat good teams, and that really kicked them in the ass and kicked them out of the playoffs long before it should have. Andy Reid looked ridiculous with his frozen
2: mustache. Yeah, icicles coming from his mustache. Um, I couldn't have been more happy to not be in Kansas City after I almost went. (laughs) Yes, (coughs) Uh, me too. Man, just think, like right now we're recording this recap on Sunday. Right now I would just be like... At like probably like O'Hare Airport right now and catching some connection flight Ugh. that's canceled because of snow. Like I saw Jordan yeah. M- McPherson, your boy from The Herald, right, is like stuck in O'Hare right now, trying to get back from that game last night.
0: <laughs> yeah, poor Jordan did he, wa- did he go because you didn't? <laughs> yes. Uh, <laughs> it, Daniel, who covers the Dolphins full time for us, was obviously gonna go. And I had second dibs because I'm the columnist. And um and I just didn't want to go to freezing literally Mm -hmm. sub freezing climbs i uh, want to call we
2: should call jordan mcpherson right now and be like how do you feel about greg cody since he's the reason you had to go Mm. that would actually be hilarious
0: are you close enough with him that you could call him on speaker right now i could but i don't want to continue his torture i really don't i don't yeah i don't i I just don't want to go there i'll send him
2: all right you talk about the dolphins for a couple more minutes i'm going to send him a text and see if we can get a response before the end of this okay
0: well, listen, I don't want to over-dramatize this, because I know when whenever the Dolphins lose, let alone lose to end the season, uh, all of the haters come out. You you have to look at the bottom line. They did finish with 11 wins and 7 losses. A disappointment, but let's not retrofit it and call it a terrible season. It wasn't a terrible season, uh, but, it, but it should have been better than it was. Keep in mind all of the good in this season, and that tells you how high the expectations were. Tua led the NFL in passing yardage. Tyreek Hill flirts with an historic 2,000-yard season. Raheem Mostert sets an all-time club record for most touchdowns scored. There was a lot good going on here, and, and before some key injuries like Jalen Phillips and Bradley Chubb, there was a lot good beginning to go on with defense as well. So... Uh, let's not start a, a dumpster fire and say everybody should be fired and they need to start over and McDaniel's not the guy and two is trash. Let's not go there. This was a this was a good season. It was not a great. It was a season. shit season. It was, it a, was shit not season. a shit season. No, I mean, it was not. I mean, yes,
2: you're right. The first eight weeks of the season were fun, but okay,
0: but look but,
2: at it but as a whole. Though we peaked way too early. We peaked against the Broncos. Like, yes, it was fun because Dolphin fans are so not used to having that feeling. So, yes, those five to eight weeks where we were, like, feeling ourselves, feeling like we have, like, one of the best offenses ever. Like, what happened to that offense? That
0: offense was not that offense against good teams. I agree with you, and that's a problem to solve. Believe me, it is. And I'm not saying there aren't problems to solve. I'm saying uh, don't be one of those people who is now saying, Ah, blow everything up. What a lousy season. You got to win Daniel a playoff a game. Shit. You, you got to a win. piece of shit. Listen, I know that you, you got to okay. win a
2: playoff game. I'm not asking. I, I was saying, hey, we don't like you don't need to win a Super
0: Bowl for this to be a good year. But we got to win a playoff game. OK, I'm going to say on my podcast what I wrote in my column because I like to be consistent. I am not calling this a successful season. It was not. It was a failed season at the end. And the end is what counts but I'm also not going to jump overboard with all these lunatics and say it was a shit season. It, It wasn't, it was short of what it should have been. It was short of what it should have been, but it was not a terrible season. It was a season that was very, very good and then came off the rails toward the end. And that colors my entire feeling about the season. No, not a successful season, but I'm just not ready to overreact and say fire everybody and start over. McDaniel is a great offensive mind, um
2: Vic Fangio's defense was battered with injuries you know and still played well for most of the season even like that late like even the 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 game against the Bills that lost them division they gave up two touchdowns that game to the Bills like the defense has been fine through all the injuries so I think he comes back to like you definitely run it back like the biggest questions here are Tua like I don't want to do like we're not going into that any deeper than that but like if you said to me like what's the difference between this team and like the really good teams it's a mobile do- dominating quarterback Like Okay the fun- the funny thing about mobility is that I have a solution by the way if you want it now okay. like we can do let that me, show let another
0: just, Let me just say too it was more mobile last night than he's been all season they oh, actually God, had him the, That was terrifying running. Those runs <laughs> are terrifying like, two, it's, You're it's right. not fun
2: to watch Tua run. It's stressful. It's like it's like I'm watching my my younger brother running with the football.
0: I'm like, it, oh, God, it's because it's because, you know, he has the concussion history. But what were you no, going to say? Just,
2: he just doesn't look athletic. My solution is they trade for Justin Fields. That's the solution.
0: OK, yeah, I, I I saw that among some some of the lunatics. I mean, I didn't mean lunatic. I mean, some of the fans online. Last you night say
2: that you say they're l- lunatics are saying that. But it like the like that would be an upgrade. No, no, I mean, maybe yeah, a two is a little bit probably more accurate, but I'll take a little bit less accuracy with the upside of being a playmaker. You have to be a playmaker at that position nowadays. Like, look at okay, all the half, other good teams.
0: You do realize that half of Chicago Bears fans want to trade Justin Fields because they don't think he's any good. You realize that, right? We'll take Okay. Them. Okay. Uh, what you you change people's no, minds. Dad. First it's of accurate. all, no people. No, no. You
2: you just people want to trade Justin Fields because they think Caleb Williams is gonna be that guy. So it's like let's. Let's maximize. Let's get a lot for Fields, and then we get this young court. Like nobody okay. is saying he's just crap. Everyone agrees Justin Fields is like at at the least a competent starting quarterback.
0: Like, okay, this is this whether or not the Dolphins should trade to a or give him a big contract is a, is a show in and of itself. So let's not dive deep into that. I wrote that they should uh, extend him. I think he's a really good quarterback. I on think the cold, he, had a really he was sh- good season. He looked like crap last night in the cold. Okay, he did. He did. And I agree with that. You're going to have to play in the cold like it's football. He had one of his worst games of the season last night. He was not particularly accurate. But then again, the wind chill factor was was minus 30 and and, and the balls were
2: floating. And Patrick Mahomes was. He missed some balls, too. He missed some balls, too. No, But he also there were times throughout that game where I'm like, is it cold for for him? Because. He like his receivers were dropping some passes, but he was right. putting them right there. Like, okay, and obviously that's the best quarterback. That's the the standard. But like, I just think that's if you ask me where this team is, like, I don't know. Uh, okay, maybe-
0: I think two is good enough. I think he's really good. I think they should give him a big contract. But again, that that's not the that's not the conversation for this night. Let's let's uh, put to bed this dolphin season, which we both agree was disappointing. We both agree you can't call it a successful season when you end with a three-game losing streak that costs you everything, including a home playoff game. So maybe they'll be better next year. But to your point, the way you started this was perfect. It's just another season where the Dolphins build you up, and then they let you down. And that's the way it was this season. They just they took a shit toward the end of the season when they needed to be at their best period paragraph over and out. Jordan McPherson says, I hate him. He does not. (laughs) You liar. (laughs) I love you, Jordan. Sorry I did that to you. Uh, Podcast family. Thank you for joining us today. It was a crazy, wild episode. Uh, I'm glad I don't have frostbite right now as I'm talking to you. I'm in my cozy, warm office, soon to be home studio. And uh, thank you all for joining us, as always. And we got a big show coming next week. I have no idea what it'll be, but it'll be a big show, and you know it. See you next week.